Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. This episode is brought to you by the SPT Navigation System. We're here to help you navigate through your PT school journey, whether it's your first time or your second lap around, and get you through debt-free. As PT students, this is what we would have wanted to help us navigate PT school, and so we've created all of this for you. We give you the tools and resources that school does not give you in order to get into the right mindset for school success, adjusting to the heavy workload of PT school, studying smarter, managing your stress and your time, making connections, and other tools you need in order to become a debt-free SPT. Click the link in the description to join the upcoming class. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? PhysioMemes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Welcome everybody to another episode of Gratitude. And today we have a fellow SBT on the podcast, Jordane. Welcome to the show. Hi, yeah, I'm so glad to be here. We're so pumped to have you. And for all of the listeners who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about what got you into PT school slash physical therapy? Yeah, so I am one of those people that didn't take on an injury. My mom suffered an injury, knee injury, and she went to PT and she thought that it was a career that would seem interesting to me. So I attended one of her PT sessions and yeah, since sophomore year of high school, it's what I wanted to do or it's what I thought I wanted to do. I was also a classical dancer, so I did ballet and all that stuff. And I thought then I would help the dancer population. But now that I've been through PT school, that has changed. And then since then, I've been on that trajectory of PT school, going to TWU undergrad, Texas Women's in Denton, with the hopes of going to TWU Houston. But, you know, God didn't have that planned up for me. So I got accepted to UTMB and that's where I've been. Very cool. Yeah. That is really awesome. And where are you currently today? Yeah. So I technically started in the fall 2017 and then unfortunately things happened in the summer where I have to retake classes. So I'm still a second year student while all my friends, my class of 2020 cohort. So they'll be graduating in 2020. So they'll be off on their two 12-week rotations in this new year. Well, I'll still be doing like a few more classes, but I'll be graduating in 2021. So yeah. Okay. Very cool. So you went from, so when did you start? You started 2017? Yeah. So I graduated from undergrad May 2017. I didn't really 
do a gap year or anything like that. And then I started grad school fall 2017. And I kept going until this past summer. And then I decided that a break was good for me. So I haven't been in PT school, but I'm hoping to come back next year, May 2020. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's really awesome. So if you want to tell everybody how, you know, the process of how it all came about of restarting and starting in May of 2020. So if you wanted to share more about what that has been like for you, and you can go in as much detail or uh, however much you want to share. Yeah. So I technically haven't restarted yet since I'm still on a break, but a lot of this past semester has just been me trying to find myself again. I started going to see a counselor to talk about what has all happened. And it's just one of those things where, you know, failing a class is considered a, a psychological trauma. You know, it's, it's losing what you've had, like your classmates and like your successes. I mean, you can still remember your successes, but just kind of like taking time for myself and reflecting what went wrong, what went right. And then I really was not in the mood in the beginning to like do anything PT related. I tried focusing on blogging more and posting on Instagram and just kind of giving my mind a break and doing things that I enjoy on the side, like watching Netflix and things like that. And then after going through counseling, doing EMDR therapy was a big part of it. And I was able to kind of get back on the horse and I started doing observations at a local clinic. And so that's what I've been doing right now. Coming in the 2020 year, I want to study more. So kind of just looking back at my old notes and review the things that didn't really stick to me, some foundational things and some of the classes that I need to retake. And yeah, I do have the MPTE score builders exam, like practice book. And I tried looking at that, but it was one of those things where it's like, you look at it and you're like, yeah, I know this, but if you were to really test me or give me a test about the information, I would just have no idea. So yeah. But um, you've made such great strides since you haven't made it in the summer. You know what I mean? Like that is yeah. an amazing progress because a lot of people who are listening may be in that boat where they're thinking like, am I going to make it through? They're feeling like maybe they already haven't made it and they're like feeling like they've lost their identity and they've gone yeah. through this kind of like trauma of who am I and yeah. what should I go, what should I go do from here? And so I think it's really cool for them to hear from you what you've done. And can you explain a little bit? I know you and I talked about this, but what yeah. MDR therapy is. Yeah, so EMDR means eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So basically, you go through a series of uh, remembering past events and then paired with rhythmic tapping or like eye movements, it kind of helps you with a lot of self-reflection and then also with plenty of sleep because the REM cycle is a big part of it. It kind of helps you forget or not necessarily forget but you just diminish 
that past of it. Um, so that way you can kind of move on, forget about it. And that way it doesn't come back to necessarily haunt you and traumatize you. And yeah, and it's actually used not only for those with PTSD, but also like those with chronic pain. And there's a few studies on that as well. So in a way, EMDR could potentially be another supplemental thing for patients going through PT. I don't know. They should do a study on it. I think that would be a really cool idea. Definitely. Yeah, that would be really cool. And so if you want to tell everybody a little bit more about when you were in that semester and you did, you know, stop PT school, what do you think, or if you want to tell everybody what you felt like you struggled with? I know you talked a little bit about, you know, not getting the information, but was, were there some things like your study habits that you feel like could have changed or you want to talk a little bit more about kind of what it was for you? Yeah, so I think uh, looking back, I feel like everybody says, oh, I should have studied more. And honestly, I should have. I definitely think some of the choices that I made in the past years I was in PT school, like I probably could have studied more as opposed to like watching an episode of Gilmore Girls on Netflix or like I don't live that far from my parents. And so I would like to see them every weekend and I go to church with them every weekend. So I definitely made a commitment, but now like kind of moving forward, I'm not sure if I necessarily need to see them every weekend. Just managing my time has been a struggle in PT school because not only do we want to study all the time, but it's also about that balance. I was never one to always have my nose in a book. I always try to go to the gym or ride my bike and just kind of decompress after classes. And so maybe I spent a little too much time uh, de-stressing after classes. But another thing too is I really need to study with other people. And I think at the time I didn't really have that group of people to study with. I did have friends and I have a great group of friends, but they weren't necessarily the most beneficial when it came to studying. I feel like there's people who just like to study on their own and need to study on their own before they are able to study with a group, but that takes time, you know, and I feel like maybe just some earlier group study would have been beneficial as well. But yeah, so now that I'm going into a new cohort, I'm kind of just putting myself in the mindset of like, now I'm going to be in this class where everybody knows each other and I'm just, I have to find that group again, but I don't mind. It'll be a great journey. Yeah, no, I think I answered your question. Yeah, you got it. And then, so take us through that process a little bit because there are many different ways that this happens. Some people take their finals and then they realize after finals, they get a letter in the mail or an email and the professor says, oh, like you've been academically dismissed or whatever, but there is no warning before that. And for some other people, they choose to withdraw before the finals. So can you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So our program has a policy where if you get a C, you're on academic probation. And then if you get two consecutive Cs, or if you get a C for two consecutive semesters, you're dismissed. So in the summer, there were two classes that I was struggling in. And unfortunately, uh, these are classes where there's only like one midterm and one final and one practical. So you really don't have that much 
grace or chances to kind of boost your grade. So I didn't do well on the midterms in those classes. And so I was already kind of suspecting that I wasn't going to make it, but I would always talk to my professors about what I can do. And I would talk to the chair of our program. Honestly, I stayed in the class as much as I could until it was something I couldn't handle anymore. And so, and then I was still taking classes till the end of the semester. So I didn't necessarily fill out like my paperwork to take a break and leave until after finals. Okay, got it. And I think that's pretty unique too, especially if it's in your second year. Like, yeah, that's something I, I've noticed after listening to previous episodes of your podcast of a lot of people leave during their first year, which is, I mean, it's, I consider it to be common. It may not be the norm, but, but yeah, definitely uh, taking a break during the second year is different. I think also is something that only happens because of like self-doubt and lack of confidence along with the intense rigor of school. Yeah, and like we've talked about with identity and mm-hmm. and thinking how PT school, a lot of people, I mean, like we've all felt this way where at, at some point in time, it's like you think that PT school is your identity and you're just in this bubble of, mm-hmm. of all these things, studying, stress, like anxiety and and sometimes, you know, you just go through the motions and then you don't think like and go outside of the bubble until it's like, oh my gosh, I've been consumed in all of this. And it really, it affects you in so many ways. Like, but just knowing that you will have a fresh start with a new cohort is really mm-hmm. amazing. And how did your professors have the conversation with you? I know a lot of students that's really like nerve wracking is to talk with the professors, you know, and have that sit down conversation. So if you want to talk about how that went for you. Yeah. Talking with professors is honestly really helpful because they may seem intimidating, but you just, you just have to get over it. And honestly, I've learned throughout my years of education that teachers are there to help you, help you be successful. So luckily my teachers are also very nice. And they also shared their concerns about my education and my academic success. And I also was able to kind of share the things that were happening to me personally, like, especially like my self-doubts. And so then I talked to them like many times throughout the semester, like after our midterm exam, I was able to look at what I got wrong and things that I can improve on. And so I would always ask questions on like, what can I do to be better? And nothing but positive feedback from professors, or at least positive support. Positive support. I like that phrase. Yeah. (laughs) Because it is supportive. Whether in the moment, it may not feel like it is, but it's meant to be supportive. And yeah, go ahead. And that's the other thing too, like when you do fail a test or, you know, you don't do so well in a class, I feel like a natural tendency is to put the blame on not yourself, but your environment 
or like your teachers. But for me, I definitely took it the other way around. I definitely put a lot of the blame on myself for not studying enough or, you know, procrastinating. But there is balance between like putting the blame on yourself and criticizing yourself and then also ruminating in that and have it destroy you and therefore not being like emotionally, mentally, psychologically balanced. And here you are getting ready to restart. And I think it's really cool because it's unique. You know, you said many first years that we've had on who have restarted, but we have no idea. Maybe having you on is the beginning of having other second year restart students on because they feel alone and they feel like no one else has gone through this. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that I know has been talked about previously of like restarting school is becoming so much more common, but yet less talked about just because I feel like nobody really wants to share their failures on a social media where everything is very positive. But honestly, after talking to so many people about it, and I still keep in touch with my former cohort and They have been supportive since the beginning. Like, even if I say, like, I'm not doing PT-related things in the moment, they're still really supportive of that. And they understand that it takes time to recharge. And I had an eye appointment last Friday, and I told my eye doctor about it. And he said, sometimes recharge is a good thing. And I honestly really, like, took that to heart and have become way appreciative of this time off from school. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And like recharge is the main key here because all of us as students, we have the, we feel like it's only during the breaks that we can recharge and, Mm -hmm. and you know, it is the time to that, but especially during the semester where you feel like you're, you're drowning and everything's piling up and, you know, you're having these thoughts of doubt and imposter syndrome and just feeling like, I, I just need to step away from it all. And, you know, it's, it's common. Like if you're, if you're thinking that way, then don't think that you're alone because there are so many other people going through it, whether they share that or not, because what you see on the outside, a lot of the time, especially as students is not what you're feeling internally. And Mm -hmm. you have that, you have that shield to just like, keep your guard up because you don't want to be in that vulnerable place or share. So what you're doing with sharing all of this and being, being raw and telling the real story is so inspiring. And that's why, you know, so many people are inspired by your story. And I know when I was reading it, like a lot of those things I was thinking about, I really had to just say, okay, like, you know, is what I've gone through, is this what I really want? And yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent, but I feel like I Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you're good. It's it's crazy to think that something that I posted on my blog like months ago has made an impact on so many people and I'm glad that people are reading it and seeing that raw vulnerability. I guess as a person, like I just seem very open to particular audiences and just the internet world has been one of them. But yeah, I think that it's helped a lot of people that I didn't think it would benefit, especially like pre-PTs. Like I've talked to a few who have applied to PT school and are still unsure if this is like the career path that they want. But I always just say to like read the posts with a grain of salt. And just because that this is my experience doesn't mean that it will happen to you. 
but it does just give like a glimpse of reality that not everybody finishes PT school in three years, or well, technically, I will have done PT school for three years, but you know, whether that's two years, a break, and then the last year, or you know, all three years consecutively, you know, everybody's journey is different. And I like that you pointed that out because some people don't have that option. Like some people, what happens is they actually finish it in four years because they had to right. retake the first year. But right. I think it's cool that you don't have to do that. You get to go back in just like the little bit that you needed to retake and kind of continue from there. Well, that's the hope. <laughs> I am assuming that's all I have to do. Um, I would still need to talk to faculty about it, but I'm hoping that's the plan. I, I am looking forward to just going back and just finishing since I'm so close to being done. It's really just five classes and those rotations. But yeah, like I've kind of just remembered like things about myself of like, you know, I'm very committed. I'm not a quitter. The things that I put in place for myself, like I always commit to the responsibilities for however long that takes. I love that. Those mantras for yourself. I, I really do love that. And for students who are listening now, we, we have talked about a lot of insight and advice, but what is one piece of advice that you would give to current students? Good question. I know it's kind of a cliche saying, but just figuring out why you want to be PT has been a really big thing that I've kind of have recognized repeatedly during my time off. Like, not just like, oh, helping people, but like, where's PT going to take you in the future? Like, kind of just realizing after talking with my counselor that maybe PT is not necessarily the end goal for me, but it can be the catalyst to support other passions that I have, like traveling and doing like creative endeavors, like my lettering or like other crafty things. And then also just really taking in the foundational knowledge. I feel like my time in PT school has been study, but for the test, not necessarily studying for the profession. So just really finding applications to the content that you're learning. But I think I that's it. the advice I would give. Yeah. Yeah. Making it kind of reality. How are you going to use mm -hmm. this stuff? Where do you want to take it? And where's it going to yeah. take you? Yeah. I, I feel like when you have family and friends who have that problem or they discuss to you about a complaint or something wrong with their body, their joints, like don't feel intimidated by that. Use that as an opportunity to learn. And I think that helps with the information to stick more. Oh, and then another thing too is appreciate all the information because even though, say for me, example, neuro isn't population that I don't want to do, but still appreciate the subject and learn it for what it is. And you may not be interested in it, but honestly, if you're not interested, pretend to be interested in it. So that way you can, you know, be successful for the time being, because in the end, we are all going to be general physical therapists in the end. You know, what happens after you pass the licensing exam is up to you, but you still have to know a little bit of everything in order to be a good PT. Oh, love that. That was it. And yeah. for, oh my gosh, yeah, that was really great. A lot of students, including us, needed to, needed to hear that. And 
for people who want to reach out to you, where can they find you on social media? Because we know for a fact that there are going to be people messaging you after they listen to this episode. Yeah. So on Instagram, I am at my name. So Jordan Enriquez, J-O-R-D-A-I-N-E-E-N-R-I-Q-U-E-Z. And then I also have a corresponding blog of the same name, just www.jordanenriquez.com. And that's where you can find um, my more lengthier blog posts. I'm really excited though that we're doing this podcast because I've been kind of doing a lot of thinking about like what I, where I want to take my blog. And so I do have some like topics that are PT related that I want to get out there in the next year or two, hopefully have some pre-planned posts before I start back school again. But yeah, and I'm looking for more PTs, SPTs, pre-PTs to talk to, to kind of help me formulate these posts. So it would be nice to really dive into the PT community even more. That'll be really cool. We're really excited to see what you do over the next year or so. Just in general, we're going to stay in touch. And we just want to say thank you so much for opening up about your journey and sharing it with people because it's going to really help a lot of people who are listening. Yeah, that's just one thing that I've come to appreciate during my time off is just how supportive this community is and just seeing how many more people are becoming a part of it and who also want to pursue this dream of physical therapy. And so much has changed since we've applied and it's only getting, you know, harder and tougher. But with the experience of other people, people can learn. That's like the biggest thing that I learned from is past mistakes and good experiences. And so I just want to share that with other people as well. Yes. And thank you so much for sharing that. And we absolutely loved having you on. We'll definitely keep in touch. Yeah, for sure. I'm so happy about this podcast. Y'all are doing great things. Yeah. Keep it up. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.